0: Welcome back to the Smile for Two Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Katie Smith, and I am just so happy to have you guys back. I feel like when I'm podcasting sometimes, especially during the intro, because I do like the same voice for the intro I feel like all the time it reminds me of back in the day when I did sales and I would leave people voice messages and I would always (laughs) I would always end um the end of the voice message with like my number and I'm not gonna put my number out on this podcast but I did like a rhythm does anyone else do that like three three six that's how it started I would do a three three six it's the upple, upper um, vocal of the six, three, three, six, eight, one, six, and then I'm not going to say the rest, but does anybody else do that, or is it, is it just me? Anyways, I hope everyone had a great week last week, and you guys enjoyed the episode. I know some of you guys are catching up, um, but you know, I took two weeks off, so catch up. What are y'all doing? Today marks 10 episodes on the Smile for Two Minutes podcast and where's the where's the yay is there a yay i need to f- let's find some sound effects one second okay so 10 episodes down yeah! that was people saying yay yay <laughs> So we are just chugging right along, and I'm excited to just keep on doing this every single week. I'm gonna plan a little bit better. I keep saying that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make it happen. And then, like I always say, I can't wait for you guys to get um an episode with some guests. And I think, like I think I said this last episode, but my parents, my family, they're gonna come on, and definitely gonna get them on during thanksgiving while i'm home so really excited about that but yeah i hope you guys had a great week we're able to relax enjoy the fall weather it was kind of it was definitely a little chillier here in charleston i know i called my mom back in north carolina she said one of the days was like 40 something so ooh, it is just getting the fall air is here winter is coming but I'm just loving it. Let's see. Let's do a weekly recap, shall we? Last week, you know, another week. An- yeah, just another week. Let's see. Did anything exciting happen? Um, yeah, I can't think of any anything exciting. <laughs> no, but seriously, I feel like it's really just been work and... I feel like I have something like every single night of the week. Um, which typically that like I I just feel like my weeks haven't normally been like that. But yeah, I have something like Monday night, Wednesday night, sometimes Tuesday night, and usually Thursday nothing, but it that depends too. Um and then Fridays by Fridays, y'all. It's Friday right now, and I'm just like, whoo, I needed to take a beat. And I am taking a beat because you hear this? Does anyone know what that is? If you guessed a poppy in a wine glass, ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. Yes, that's right. I'm drinking a poppy. Again, still in my 75 days. My body's like, whoa, what you doing sometimes? But you know what? We're feeling good. In the last day... I end this on Thanksgiving Day, so it's another reason why I'm ready to just go home for Thanksgiving. I'm super excited for the holiday seasons. Um, but, yeah, that was my week in a nutshell. Did, did that make any sense to you guys? Oh, and you already know the one thing that made me smile this week. I forgot to let I left this out when I was talking about my week. I got Botox, baby. Botox. Ding, 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 ding. In my forehead and a little bit on my crow's feet. For any of you guys, like, what? She gets Botox? Yes. Yes, I get Botox, okay? I only, I, I get baby Botox, okay? I don't get a lot. Like, I can still move my forehead. But I've been getting Botox in my face probably for the last four years. It's preventative Botox, okay? Let me live my life. Listen, if that's if that's what I do and if that's something that I do that makes me happy, um, I'm going to do it. It's not like I'm getting plastic surgery on my face or anywhere else. It's just a little baby Botox in my face, Susan, I saw Susan, my girl Susan. If anyone in Charleston's looking for um, a Botox person, I've got you covered. Just send me a send me a little text, and I'll I'll shoot Susan your way because she's the best. Anyways, enough of me jib jabbering along, and we're just gonna get into this week's episode. Oh, another update. I we still don't have furniture up in this hizzy. We're gonna go pick up the couch. I think Tuesday. So by Tuesday. We will be recording for next week. I will be recording on that freaking couch. Updates to come. Because right now, you girls still, you know, propped up in bed with my little poppy beside me. It's like we're having another slumber party round two. Um, But by next week, let's hope that I have a couch. And then I'll be sitting on it recording this for you guys. Yes. But moving into the topic this week. whoo, man. I mean, jeez. Do I have ADD or what? I just can't get to the point. But moving on to the topic for this week, I'm going to be covering and talking just about singleness because I feel like there's a lot of people in my life that are just struggling and it, you know, some people I think are struggling with singleness and then some people are just like I mean, I'm they're, they're very content. Um I was single for a good chunk of my life. I was single for three years and I learned so much through that time of me being single. So I just wanted to talk about that today and um, just kind of go over what I learned during that season of my life. And for anyone that is maybe in that season and you're struggling with it, hopefully this helps and makes you feel more at peace about being single because I promise you guys, being single is a gift and it's a season of your life that is just so sweet and special so um, let's get into it shall we also i want to shout out like if you're in high school and you're listening to this and i know some of you high school girls do listen to my podcast if this is something that you're like i want a boyfriend or um i don't know you're just struggling with that too and it's it's something that you're not in a relationship but you desire to be okay i just need to tell you listen to me you're in high school and Things are going to change so much for you within the next several years of your life. Please enjoy just being in high school. Live live life. Go to the football games. Have fun with your friends. Do not, and I repeat, do not put so much pressure and um, thought into being in a relationship because, listen, it's sweet. It is definitely sweet, but I promise you that should not be your main focus. So if you're in high school and you're listening to this, Forget about the boys, okay? Cooties, ooh! Now, for my college people, and I feel like my target audience, or I know, is mostly women, so this episode, I'm going to be speaking more towards women, but it's for men, too. Um, it's just from my experience as be- like, being single. Anyways, if you're in college, again, please don't put so much pressure on like finding who you're going to marry and needing to... Um, be in a relationship. I feel like when I was in college, I had a lot of pressure once I started turning like 20 to 2021. Like, oh my gosh, I need to find like who I'm going to be with. And one of the reasons was because I was comparing my age to my parents and when they got married and everyone knows like times have changed. But when I was in college, like that's what I was doing. Um, Long story short, if you're in college, also enjoy your life. College is such like a transformation time. Um, Oh my gosh. You just are learning a lot. You're making new friends. You're in a completely new place from what you're used to. Most of you guys are, you know, out of your parents' house and it's just such a time to just Really make new friends, um, figure out like what you want to do with your life, what you like to do. Um, I know for me, it was a season of my life where I was trying to even figure out like who I was as a person, Um, because I was so used to who I was in high school and growing up, and I danced all my life, so I really associated myself as just like Katie. I'm a dancer. That's really it. Um, So yeah, college is such a time to just. Really make friends and figure out who you are and just have fun. Like, again, don't put so much pressure on a relationship in college because you're learning a lot, um, you're growing a lot, and that's just another season of your life that I feel like shouldn't be spent so focused on finding or being in a relationship. Now, if one comes along and, you know, it makes sense, makes you a better person, pushes you to be better, and um, you guys just want to, you know you've you've you just find that then I think that's so sweet I know a lot of people that are married now that they met in college um but I think and I'll go into more detail but I feel like for me in college just I put so much pressure on that and I thought that I needed to be a step ahead of where I really was and yeah so just again don't put so much pressure on it and then the rest of the group that I'm going to be speaking to is just You guys that are in like your 20s, even 30s, um, really any time in your life. But I'm 28, so I'm going to just be kind of going through like my experience um, as when I was single and also just like what that taught me. So if you're in a season of your life where you are older than me um, in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and you're single, just what I'm going to be talking about today hopefully can just – help encourage you and make you feel kind of at peace too, just about being single. Um, and again, at the end of the day, not putting so much pressure on yourself, which is what I kind of want to start out with is just, I feel like as especially women, um, men too, but I think, you know, I can only speak from the women's point of view here. I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves, especially when we turn a certain age of like, oh my gosh, I should be married at this point in my life or yeah, I'm this age. Why am I like, I need to hurry up and settle down. It's always associated with the age we're at. And if we don't have, um, if we're not in a relationship by a certain time, then we're like, crap, am I screwed? Kind of a thing. And I definitely am glad that times have changed. Like I mentioned when I was in college and I was like, had this timeline in my head of like okay when I turn 23 or 24 like I need to be engaged by then because I again was looking at the age of my parents and they got married when they were 23 gosh now looking back on it if I was engaged or married by 23 24 no 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 no, no. I learned my I had such a transformation year um years I should say within with like by the age of I think I'm trying to think of my 20s. My 20s, I think there were different parts. No one really talks to you about how how hard 20s are going to be, my goodness. Um I really had a big shift in my life from age obviously like 20 to 22 and then 22 to 24 was really major for me and then 25 through 28 were the years that I just just did like a ton of growth. Um, Again, those were the years that I was single for. But yeah, I learned so much about myself. But you just grow so much in your twenties that, oh my gosh, me thinking about being engaged or married, the same age that my parents were, like no, 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 that just would not have been good. <laughs> but yeah, we definitely put so much pressure on ourselves, and I think again, that comes up when we have friends that are the same age as we are and they're getting married or they're engaged and you're like, when is my time coming? Or why is this not happening to me? And you kind of, then this goes into a whole new thing that you kind of start second guessing yourself. Like, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Why do guys not like me? And it's then you're, um, you're putting the blame on yourself when it's nothing to do with you. It's just, it's not your time yet. And so we have to stop comparing ourselves to other people around us when it comes to singleness. And we have to stop putting so much pressure on ourselves as well about us being a certain age and not seeing like seeing that in, in your life. Um, which I know it's hard and it's easier said than done, but you have to be, at the end of the day, like you have to be okay being single. Um, I just, I mentioned at the beginning of this, like singleness is a gift and it is a gift. Um, Even if you don't feel like it is, it is a gift. And I'm going to get into that a little bit in more detail in a little bit, but yeah, there's just so much to learn through the season of singleness. And it's just It's really, it's really sweet. So like embracing that season that you're in and not wishing that you were some, like at another point in your life is so important because like I've mentioned in past episodes, really being in that season and truly living in that season and learning through this this season of singleness instead of like waiting and thinking about when you're going to be in a relationship next. Like, really use that time to dig in and figure out some things about yourself. So the few things that I did during my season of singleness, and yes, I was single, like, throughout the years of some time in high school and then going into college and then in college for a little while, but I was in a really long relationship in college. Um, honestly, too longer than it should have been, but it was five years, so it was a really long time. Um, and then I ended up being single for three years after that relationship and that three years of being single, like, yes, I definitely needed that, especially getting out of a super long relationship because I didn't even remember like how to be alone when you're with somebody for five years and it, you just, all you know is that to then completely being single. Um, I needed that time, that three years to just really like figure out who I was and it was longer than a little longer than three years. Um, I think it was like three and a half or like a little over three, but yeah, I had to learn a lot about myself and I knew that I really wasn't in a good place anyways to be in a relationship after that one, like previously ended or after that one ended. Yeah. Um, I was going through, well during the three years part of that time I was going through my eating disorder again so like I knew for myself like I am not ready to be in a relationship right now there's no way because I wasn't in a good place I needed to get better for myself before I could ever be with like anybody else so that's one thing that is important too during your season of singleness is like really looking at yourself and saying like am I even good like alone to be with somebody because you have to be okay like with yourself before you can ever be in a relationship and work on the things that maybe are just qualities in yourself that you can you know that like I'm not the best at this or I'm not the best at that I mean just like sitting down looking yourself in the mirror and just being like are you are you even in the in the right place to be in a relationship and if that answer is no then don't be like don't go wishing for that because you have work to do on yourself and I truly believe too like if you're not your best self or close to it alone and you've done the work on yourself then like you can't, you You really can't be in a relationship because you're not going to be your 100% best self. And I'm not saying I was 100% my best self, um, when I got in a relationship again, like I think we're always going to be a work in progress, all of us. So we're not always, again, there, there's never going to be a perfect, like you're going to be 100% perfect. Like that's just not how it is. Um, but you have to know that you have, yes, you, If you're in a situation or if you're in a position where like maybe you need to work on something, some things, then actually work on those things before you feel ready to be in a relationship. And then in that relationship, again, you're two imperfect people, but you've both worked on things individually and you want to continue to just like get better and grow. And when you're in a relationship like that and you are both pushing each other to become better, like That just makes a strong relationship. So you have to make sure that you have done the work on yourself. And I don't know what that looks like, but just sitting down and like really thinking about like, what are, are you, are you good? Are you good on your own before you could ever be with somebody else? Also during the season of singleness and being single, it's just this time for you. What is it teaching you? What are you seeing or learning about yourself during this time you have to wait well and it's patience. It's not just getting a relationship because you feel lonely. Like, is that one reason why you want a relationship? You got to ask yourself those questions because if you just want to be in a relationship because you're lonely, maybe like tap into that, dig into that a little bit deeper because I feel like if that's one of the reasons why you want to be in a relationship, there's other things you probably need to uncover and work on because maybe you just feel uncomfortable being lonely or alone. So that's another thing that I would just like look at too when you are in this season of singleness. Like, is that one of the reasons why? I I understand, like none of us want to be lonely, but you have to be okay being alone and you have to be okay with it just being you and God and you and you being with your friends, you know? Does that make sense? One thing, too, that I always went back on when I was um, in my season of singleness is just really after I did the work or continued to do the work on myself through those three years um, and grew and stepped out of my comfort zone, I also kept reminding myself that I'm never going to get this time back. So if you are in this season of singleness... Again, remember that it's a gift, but also just remember that you're not going to get this time back. Who knows when you will meet that person or you're going to start being in a relationship. I feel like a lot of um, my friends feel like it's like forever away from for them. And I'm just like, be patient. You never know. I mean, it'll come when you least expect it. And that is true in my case in the relationship that I'm in, but. Um, And I really do. I mean, I used to hate when people were like, you're going to, it's going to come when you least expect it. But it's so true. Like it does come um, when you're not looking for it either. Like that's another thing that I really did struggle with when I was single. I was looking for it all the time. I feel like there was... Because I so desired um, a relationship because I do desire marriage. I know a lot of women do. That's something that we look forward to. I mean, we think about when we're like little. Um, But you can't go looking for it because it just gets unhealthy in that way. It's like everywhere you go, you're like looking around, like who's cute? Who's gonna like, who should I talk to? Is this person gonna, you know, are we gonna start dating? It's just like, I feel, and I I know that I'm not the only one. I've had conversations with my friends about this in the past of just like literally looking, walking into somewhere and then immediately just scanning the room for, you know, somebody. But you just can't do that because in that, when you do that, you're forcing it and anything forced is just, it's not natural, it's not, it's, it. that's not it, so please don't do that, Um let it come naturally, and again, like, remember that you're not going to get this time back in your life, because like I was saying, you never know when it's going to happen, and it could happen, you could meet somebody, like, in a week, and then that time of your life that you were single, that you could do whatever you wanted to do, because it's just you, you're not going to get that back, so just remember that and this is something that I want to bring up too is like when you are in the season of singleness, it is literally just you. Like you only have to think about what you want, like what you want to do for the day. Or, you know, like when you get in a relationship, it's not just you. I mean, it is different than when you're, you are married, like when you are married, married, um, It's like you two are one, so you really do have to think about the other person. But I also think that is true in a relationship aspect too because, yeah, you guys are two separate people, but you want to be doing things together because you are in a relationship and you're trying to build that. Um, But when you are single, it literally is just you. I would take solo trips all the time when I was single And I could just like go to, I could go away for the weekend with my friends if I wanted to, because, you know, it was my life. I was just doing what I wanted to do. And again, you can still do that when you're in a relationship, but it just gets, um, I don't want to say trickier, but you are in that relationship. So again, you're going to be, you're going to want to spend um, more time with that person when you are with them. And then when you're married, you like you have to it really literally it's just not it's not just you. It's you and your spouse. Um, so, yeah, just remember that during this time, it's, it's you. It's just you. So you're never going to get that time back either once you start getting a relationship. And hopefully that leads to marriage. So I just want to get into some scripture here just about like what God says about singleness. And the Bible describes both singleness and marriage as gifts from God. And this is in 1 Corinthians 7, verses 1 through 40. He goes through it. Um, But marriage is a picture of God's commitment, love, and relationship with us. But singleness is a way to follow Jesus and devote influence, time, energy, and relationships to help others in a way that married people can't. So singleness is just such a gift. And I know that some people... um, see that or hear that and they're like what how is that a gift because yeah i know i just want to be in a relationship but you really have to look at it the in the view of like what he what the bible is saying here and it's so true like when you are single it's just you and that time like i mentioned earlier like it is just you so you have that undevoted time to just spend with the lord and spend time and energy in other relationships of your life whether that be friendships whether that be um, relationships at home with your family whether it's doing things at work that maybe you wouldn't be able to do if you were um, in a relationship or married you can just spread that time in other areas spreading like love and um, just doing things that really like light you up and maybe it's like a job too. You can just spend more time doing whatever you're passionate about. So, it's just rem- it's just remembering those things. Um and then sometimes I get like I just had this talk with one of my girlfriends, but people sometimes are like, "Well, do does God like really call some of us to be single like in our whole entire life?" And yeah, I really th- I I really believe that um some people see singleness as just frustrating um and temporary but the Bible teaches that God calls some people to be single like to be single for their life and for a purpose and well it's always for a purpose but whether he calls you to marriage or not to be married, like there's a reason and a purpose for both and you have to tap into that for yourself. Um, but yeah, I do believe that God calls you, God calls some people to be married and some people to be single. Um, and there's always a purpose for that. So, you know, if you are in your, um, upper twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, and you just haven't found, um, you know you you feel like God's calling you maybe to be single like there is a purpose for that and most people that i know that are not married um they're re- like they they know that that's their purpose for their life but there's a purpose in singleness too and you just have to understand and really appreciate that time that the lord's given you being single and just if you don't understand and you're really trying so hard to just realize and understand why you are single during that time. Like my um, advice to you, if you're really struggling with that is pray about it and really ask God, like, Hey, I'm having a hard time. um, Really understanding like why I'm in this season and why I'm in it for so long. And I see people around me that are in relationships and happy. Most of my friends are engaged or married and like I'm in this season. Can you please like provide some clarity and like teach me the reasons why right now that I'm in this season, open my eyes to things that I can't see and really lean on friends too. But yeah, pray about it. I always do that. Another important thing too, that I realized in my season of singleness um, why it was a time for me to really tap into like myself and growth and healing and all of those things. I also know that it was such a time for me to lean into the Lord more um, and understand him more in his love and his purpose for my life. So I also believe sometimes the reason of for singleness and that's that that season of just being alone Um, is to really like dig into the Lord more and grow in your faith even more and really understand it more. Um, I really do think that that time of singleness, God may be extending this time like to just strengthen that relationship with you and him more so that you can trust him more. Um, and when things are hard and when things are tough and when you don't understand, it's that time of singleness that you can just like solely rely on him and him alone and not other things. So I really do think that's another lesson that I learned during my season of singleness. I was also on a website earlier, just looking at, um, some more information just about like singleness and what the Bible says about it too. And I really loved that, um, this one, Place that I found it said, singleness has advantages. Single people are spared by the troubles of marriage. There are many great blessings in marriage, but there are difficulties too. Understandably, Christian couples don't often talk openly about the hard things they face, which give singles a rose tinted view of marriage. But there's a downside, even when a married couple's relationship is good. Life is more complicated. There's more than one person to consider in decisions about the use of time, accommodation, holidays, even the daily menu. And there's more than one person to worry about. So this is kind of like what I was saying earlier. Um, but children bring great pleasure, but plenty of anxiety as well. Marriage doesn't bring many troubles in this life. And Paul says, I want to spare you this. He mentioned these troubles here chiefly because of the bearing they have on the next point. And here's the next point, which I kind of went over this too, but single people can devote themselves more fully to God's work. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife and his interests are divided. A vital part of the Christian responsibility of married persons is to care for their spouse and their children. That should take time. Time that "'Cannot, therefore, be spent in witnessing to people, "'helping out at a camp, doing the church finances, "'or leading a Bible study. "'Single people have more time to give to such things. "'It's no coincidence that many activities in, turf, in church life "'depend to a large extent on those who aren't married. "'A few consciously choose to stay single "'to devote themselves to Christian work.' Most single people haven't chosen singleness in that way, and yet they have the same advantages as those who have. Instead of focusing on the difficulties of being single, as some do, we should all make the most of the advantages of God's gifts of singleness while we have it. So yeah, it's kind of the same thing that I said earlier. Like, being single, you can devote your time to other things that you wouldn't be able to do when you are married um, or in a relationship, but more so when you are married. I mean, again, it's not just you. It's like you and that and your spouse. And then later in life when you have kids, it's, that's a whole other ball game, which I have. I mean, I don't know anything about because I'm not married nor have kids. But that is, again, just reminding you that singleness is such a gift. And just realizing that this is hashtag facts. But I also wanted to touch on this point too that I saw um, on the same thing. Singleness is hard and it is. And I do want to say like, I understand for anyone listening to this that's in that season, you're just like, Katie, this is so annoying. Like I am single and this is hard and I want to do these things. I want to realize that singleness is a gift, but right now I just can't because I am struggling and it's hard and people around me are married and or they're engaged, or they're in a relationship, and they look so happy, and here I am, just not that, and I totally hear you, I hear you completely, it's hard, but it's again, like, you can't sit in that, and wish that you were in a place that you weren't, because what is that going to do for you, nothing, you can't just wish something, we, you don't live in, like, there's no genie in a bottle coming out, like, granting you a wish, so it is what it is, But what can you do to turn that around and not for you not to be in such a headspace of like, this sucks. Um, But I do want to say singleness is hard. And this um, same website said, when God, when God saw Adam and his own, In the Garden of Eden, he said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So this is Genesis 2.18. So Eve was created to meet Adam's need for companionship, and the two came together in the lifelong sexual relationship of marriage. Although the New Testament is positive about singleness, there's no doubt marriage is regarded as the norm. It is God's loving gift to humanity in the chief context in which our desire for intimacy is met. Single people are therefore likely to struggle with loneliness and sexual temptation. Those struggles are certainly not exclusive to the unmarried, but they are very much a part of at this single condition. Some will seek this lesson by getting married, others will either choose not to marry or will or will feel unable to become sorry, or will feel unable to, because of their circumstances, personality, or sexual attraction. They are likely to face a lifelong battle with loneliness and sexual temptation. Those two battles are closely related. The lonelier we are, the more likely we are to struggle with sexual fantasy and fall into sin. We need to be proactive in seeking help in those areas. We aren't designed to be on our own, and if we aren't to be married, whether in the short or long term, we should seek to satisfy our need for intimacy in other relationships. That will mean taking the initiative to keeping in close contact with friends and family, and we must be self-disciplined and fleeing from sexual immorality. It often helps to have one or two close friends in whom we are accountable in this area. Um, so yeah. And I do want to read this last part too, because coming from that, I mean, singleness is hard. Like I mentioned, it's hard. There's no doubt about it, especially if that's something that you desire, but singleness is not permanent. Many who are presently single will one day marry. Others will remain single throughout their lives, but no Christian is single forever. Human marriage reflects the marriage God wants to enjoy with his people forever. The Bible speaks of Jesus as the bridegroom who one day will return to take his bride, the church, to be with him in the perfect new creation. On that day, all pain will disappear, including the pain of a difficult marriage or singleness. God will wipe away every tear from our eyes and shout out, and a great shout will be heard. Let us rejoice and be glad, and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and the bride has made herself ready. Revelation 7:17 7, and 19:7. After we had spoken about heaven, an elderly single lady came to me. I can't wait for my wedding day. We should all share the same hope, and we all can already experience something of that intimate marriage with Christ here on earth by the work of the Spirit in our lives. So, human relationship. Does matter, but none is nearly as important as our external relationship with Jesus. So I just loved that, and that's so true. Like we are all just blessed and gifted, and whether that is, you know, that we are married one day or married, maybe if we're not, and we are having that gift of singleness for forever, it's not permanent. You know, one day we're all gonna be back with the Lord, and that's going to be so sweet and special and that's that's all that you know God asks and reminds us too that that is the truth. Just keep your eyes fixed on heaven because at the end of the day our external relationship with Christ is the one that ulti- ultimately matters most. And yeah, I just don't put so much pressure on it and don't don't be so sad and in your feels about being single or lonely or that you'll never get married because that's not true that's not true at all you don't know what's going to happen for you god's plan for you is already planned out and that's one thing too that i used to think about all the time when i was single in that three years or over three years i would remind myself that this season is just a season i'm never going to get this time back so i'm going to live in it well and learn what I can and grow in all the ways that I can to be my best self and God's plan for me is already like it's already planned out so I don't need to worry and I don't need to stress because if it's God will that I'm gonna you know be married one day then that's awesome but if it's not God's will then you have to be okay with that too and you have to be truly okay with that um I think that was something that I struggled with for a little while too is just like that thought of Um, when I was just mentioning, like, there's some people that they will get married and there's some people that are not, um, that was hard for me to kind of really think about like, you know, what if I never get married? Am I okay being in that? And you have to really be okay with that because that might not be God's will for your life. Um, again, there's, a if that is what happens, there's a purpose for that. Um, there's also a purpose for whoever you are going to be with at the end of the day and married to. Like, God has chosen that person for you. Um, and this is a whole side tangent. Like, is there one person? Do I believe that there's one person that is just that God made for you? Um, one person in your life. And again, that's a whole other topic. But no, I don't think so. I think um, you choose that person at the end of the day, it's a choice. Um, Love is a choice. Uh, Relationships are hard. Marriage is even harder. And that's another thing too, that I think is so glamorized in marriage is people just wanting and desiring marriage so much. But y'all like, I'm not married, but it's hard. And it's not something like, I didn't mention this, but I will now. Like, I think another reason that people so much want a relationship is because at the end of the day, that's going to make them happy. But guys, like that's not it either. A marriage, being in a relationship isn't going to solidify happiness for you and being married isn't going to just make you happy. Like that is again something that you need to work on by yourself. You have to be good alone before you can be good together. Like just because you get in a relationship doesn't automatically mean your world is going to be so so much better. Like you're going to be living the best life. When you're married, the same thing. Like marriage isn't, does not equal like happiness. That's, that's not at all how you should think about it because marriage, again, like it's hard. Again, I'm not married, but it is hard. It's like going back to all these things that I talked about, like At the end of the day, it's not just you. So singleness is just such a gift. Everyone that I've talked to um, just about singleness and being in a relationship and marriage is like people really don't steward and really like enjoy the season of singleness. So I hope that if you're in that situation where you're like, yeah, I am so single, I hope that this podcast today kind of brings a little bit more like light and peace and makes you kind of like rethink this season that you're in because it is so sweet and so special and so is being in a relationship and so is marriage. Um But also I think there's just so much pressure on you guys that are single that especially I know that we're coming up on the holidays. People are like, well, do you have any like what's your status in your your relationship are you are you single or what and I know some a lot of people like it's the families that ask that and it's like a big eye roll for you because you're like that's the last thing I want to talk about but go into the conversation this holiday season like I challenge you guys to like speak up about it and actually be excited to say like no I'm single and this is why um I ended up doing that all the time like yeah, my parents knew and so did my siblings. Like I would joke around, like, I'm always going to be single. I'm always going to be single. But, you know, I did go through that time where I was so bitter about it. But then I just learned to accept it and love it and cherish it and live in it. And I did just that. So I challenge you guys this holiday season, if you're in the season of singleness, to really just go through those conversations and go about those conversations, just like confident Excited to talk about it. And this season, I I hope for you, gets a lot better if it's not great. And if it is good and you're just like, bring it on, I'm ready to keep going, I'm ready to keep seeing what God has for me, then yes, keep going, sis. But like I said, I hope this podcast just inspired you, made you feel a little bit better um, if you are in that season of singleness. And if you're not, and you are in a relationship that you can just like kind of take a peek back um on that time that you maybe were alone and you could resonate with some of the things that i talked about and yeah i i just hope that this um podcast was good for your soul I'm so thankful of the time that I had in my season of singleness and the areas, the ups and downs, the roller coaster ride that I went on during that season. But I wouldn't be where I am today. And I wouldn't be in a really healthy relationship, um, today if I didn't go through those three and a half years of being single because the relationship that I'm in today and I'll have him on my podcast one of these days, but it's been such a different relationship in the best way. Um, and while, you know, we're still learning things every single day, it's just been so sweet to see the relationship that I'm in today be so much different than the ones I had prior. And I know it's because, like, we are doing things a lot differently. But also, like, I did so much work on myself. And he did some work on him on himself, too. And, yeah, we just, you know... It's just, oh, it's just, just so sweet and I can't wait to talk about it more one day with him on the podcast, but I am truly grateful and thankful and just blessed to have those three years of being single and learning and growing and doing the things than to be in this relationship that I'm in currently and it be really healthy and positive and it just keeps growing and I love it and yeah, it's just really sweet and special. So I promise that like that season of singleness is just so important and it'll make that relationship just so good too when you get in it um but yeah I also just encourage you guys to lean on your friends, lean on your family, lean on your loved ones, lean on your church community too if you are struggling with the season of being single um I promise just like talking about it with other people is so helpful and again, like I always say, if there's anything that I can help with, just text me, message me. I'm here. I love talking with you guys. I mean, I'm just, I just love it. So please feel free to reach out to me anytime, any place. I am there, honey. I just hope that you guys have a great rest of the day, night, whenever you are listening to this. I hope you have the best week ahead Make it the best, okay? I want you to smile for two minutes every single day. Don't you forget it. I want you to do something maybe that is just been on your mind that you haven't done yet. Maybe do that this week. Why not, you know, challenge yourself a little bit. But don't forget to smile for two minutes. Go share a smile. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.